Time for Business with Giles Beckford. Kilda Giles, which companies have been called out by the FMA? Kira Tiumani, seven property investment companies have been publicly warned by the Financial Markets Authority for deficiencies in making offers to wholesale investors. And companies can make offers with a lower level of disclosure of information to people who are classified as experienced or wholesale investors. Those people have to prove their experience, though. Uh, a review has found that some of the required certificates, which need to be confirmed by lawyers, financial advisors or accountants, have flimsy descriptions of experience, such as having sold a farm or having a Kiwi account, KiwiSaver account, or in some instances, no evidence at all. The authority's acting director of capital markets, Paul Gregory, says the breaches are concerning and there may well be consequences. We have already um, talked about referring to their professional bodies, the lawyers, uh, financial advisors and accountants, or some of them uh, who were supposed to have been part of the of the gatekeeping between um, retail and wholesale. So we were doing that. Uh, we've also opened a couple of inquiries based on the findings from our report, uh, but they are at a very early stage and we can't talk further about those. Well, a full list of the companies warned is on our website, but they do include the Duval Capital Partners, with whom uh, the FMA's had dealings in the past, Jasper NZ Investments and the Williams Corporation. Paul Gregory says the, bo- the broader investment sector should take heed of the review and remedy any shortcomings in their offers of wholesale investments. Auckland Airport's lifted its full-year profit forecast following a stronger-than-expected rebound in aviation. Its underlying profit forecast of between $100 and $130 million for the year ending June. It's up about $50 million on what it had been talking about in August. Its chief executive, Kari Hurahanganui, says the global industry is on track to recover to pre-pandemic levels by the end of 2024. We've experienced stronger than expected rebound in the aviation market, particularly in the North and South American, South Pacific and trans-Tasman markets. Looking ahead, there is more certainty on the performance uh, of the market over the coming months with high aircraft load factors. Anyone that's flown uh, may have experienced those high load factors. Uh, And we are seeing that the forward international seat capacity continues to be stronger than expected. Kari Hurahanganui says high aircraft load factors and continued strength in forward international capacity is expected to underpin the ongoing recovery. However, for now, it isn't changing its capital expenditure plan with action on a second runway still on hold. Well, the government's allocated part of the 5G radio spectrum to major telecommunications companies instead of holding a revenue-generating auction. The big three mobile operators, Spark, Vodafone and Two Degrees, will get a 20-year allocation on condition that rural and small-town broadband connectivity is improved. The Interim Māori Spectrum Commission and infrastructure wholesaler Dense Air will also get allocations. The chief executive of the Telecommunication Users Association, Craig Young, says the money saved by the telcos on the Spectrum auction needs to be spent on improving speed, capacity and reliability of 5G throughout the country. We've been arguing for quite a while now that Spectrum auctions are really just revenue grabs because the money doesn't go to help users, it just disappears into the government's coffers. And so we're we're pretty happy with the fact that the government has taken a different uh, approach with this. 
Craig Young says uh, telecommunications companies getting the spectrum for a token amount should be tied down by the government on specific commitments to benefit consumers. Well, moves to future-proof the fringe benefits tax uh, have the potential to hit employers in the wallet if KiwiSaver and ACC levies are captured by the system. That's a view of one tax specialist. The first uh, full review of the FBT has been undertaken by Inland Revenue since it was introduced 20 years ago, and has found that compliance is a bit of a headache for many. IRD is recommending simplifying the rules on motor vehicles, which for many employers is the biggest fringe benefit tax issue. KPMG tax partner Rebecca Armour says many ideas on the table are positive, but there could be unforeseen costs if all the findings were adopted. So one of the suggestions from the stewardship review was that FBT could be instead replaced with a more broad PAYE on some of those non-cash benefits. That would be concerning from our perspective for a number of reasons. It would increase the cost to the employer because that would bring in KiwiSaver and ACC levies, which FBT isn't currently subject to. Uh, Also uh, possibly being recommended, removing devices such as laptops and mobile phones and other equipment used for remote working from the uh, scope of the fringe benefit tax, since that uh, is now becoming the modern working way. Let's catch up on financial markets now with Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities. Cure to you, Andrew. G'day, Giles. How's it looking for the local share market? Uh, the New Zealand market's uh, slightly down on yesterday, 0.53% to 10.858. Um, the leaders of note today, we've got Heartland Bank up uh, 2.35% to $1.74. Uh, Auckland Airport's up uh, 1.32% to $7.31. And Freightways is up 1% to $10.16. Um, holding that back... Uh, Sparks down uh, 1.2% to $5.09, and Infratil's back uh, 1.23% to $8.05. How have they opened in Australia? Uh, but further down in Aussie, uh, down 0.95% to 6735 um, Notables there, uh, the banks, uh, ANZ's down 07 to 25 uh, six five and Commonwealth banks down uh, 0.64 percent to 99.87. How's it looking for the currency? Uh, the Kiwi against the US uh, 0.5661. Uh, against the Aussie we are 90.37. Uh, against the pound 0.5050. Uh, Euro 0.5798. And against the yen uh, 84. 83. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Uh, NZTWI 67.86 and the three-month bank bills are 4.18% and gold is uh, 16.27. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Atkinson from Jardin Securities. Just a couple of other quick items for lunch. Online financial services company Heartland Group, mentioned there by Andrew, It's expanding its Australian footprint with a deal to buy the Melbourne-based Challenger Bank for about 36 million Australian dollars. 
And the transport and logistics company Move is expecting operating earnings to improve on last year's result, although it's not given any specific figures. Uh, the result last year was of just over $54 million for the year. Business news and numbers updated around half past five in Checkpoint.